Good evening. Welcome to Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to help you fall asleep. We do it with a bedtime story. And that story's going to take your mind off of whatever's keeping you up at night. Racing thoughts, intellectual thoughts, horrible thoughts, worries, confusion, overthinking, underthinking, whatever's bugging you. You just need to listen to my voice. And I'm going to distract you. But as I drone on and on, things are going to go from distracting to boring. But it's going to be like poof before you even know it because you'll be drifting off into dreamland. And if you want to check out older episodes, they're on our website, www.sleepwithmepodcast.com or on iTunes. If you have a chance to review us and rate us on iTunes, that'd be great. If you have any feedback about the podcast, questions, comments, concerns, it's feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. And we post all our show bloopers over on Facebook. That's the uh, place I decided to play, place the bloopers. So if you go to Facebook slash Sleep With Me Podcast, I think that's where we are on Facebook. And you can like us or follow us or whatever. And if you think I embarrass myself on the podcast, wait till you hear what I cut out. I really want to thank you for listening. And I hope I help you fall asleep tonight. Because that's what we're here for. So thanks. Hey everybody. Tonight we're going to have a new segment. It's called Trending Tuesdays. Since this is the one problem with calling it Trending Tuesdays is technically I'm recording this on Sunday. But it'll be up for you on Tuesdays. So it'll be trending Tuesdays is what I'm calling it, but it'll really be trending Sundays on Tuesday, which I could call it that too. So I'll think about that. If you have any feedback about the title, just hit me up, feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. Get Bessos is not going away. Get Bessos will still be here on Thursday and Sunday nights. But I'm just trying to test out a new segment, mix it up, you know, keep it fresh. You know, keep our relationship fresh, you know what I'm saying? And here's how it's going to work. In a few seconds, I'm going to press pause on the recorder, or maybe I'll press stop, depending on, you know, it's, I like to keep a little variety in this podcast. But either way, I'm going to go on Twitter. I'm going to look up what's trending right now. It's Sunday, April something. It's, uh, let me look, it's April 13th, 11, 12 a.m. Pacific Daylight Time here in uh, the lovely... East Bay of Northern California. All right, so what I'm going to do is uh, probably edit this fucking intro. And after I edit the intro, I'm going to pause or whatever. I'm going to look up what's trending on Twitter, and I'm going to make up a little story about it for you. But okay, so I'm going to hit pause or hit pause. I'm going to stop the podcast now. I'm going to look it up. I'm going to write. All I'm going to do is look it up, write it down, and then I'm going to go bareback or freestyle <laughs> or whatever right into the story. Yeah, barebacking, barebacking a podcast. Oh God, uh, this is this is why it's explicit. I'm not trying to be dirty, but kids. Well, I guess that was. Anyway, this is probably be, was, all right. Let's stop the podcast. I'm back from looking stuff up, the trending topics on Twitter, and there's really no rules to this yet. But the rules are right now, as of the first day I'm trying this, I'm not going to look up what anything means, which. Uh, it's gonna be a, gonna make things interesting. 
And then, I don't know, I'm going to think of it on the fly how I'm going to deal with sponsored topics, but they won't be a main part of the story just because, you know, just that's not very organic. And this is going to be like a piece of organic uh, something because, so I can't look them up. And my one, my biggest fear of not looking up other than, I mean, I'm going to embarrass myself with this, is that one of these trending topics is really going to be something tragic. And this isn't a, a joke or a laughing matter. And I don't want to hurt, I don't want anybody that's already in some kind of emotional pain to hear about some jackass with a podcast making light of their emotional pain if someone passed or was hurt or um, lost a limb, whatever. Lost a limb. What a strange tragedy. Well, I was reading the Walking Dead comics. I'm just going to put that out there. I'm not looking these trending topics up ahead of time. I'm going to look down one second. Out of the... So my voice is going to... Out of the... There's not... There's one sponsored topic and then nine... Nine trending topics, and out of those, I have a general idea of about. I'm familiar with some of them, but not why they're trending, and other ones I have a good idea of why they're trending and what they are. And then maybe 50%, let's see, one, two, three, four, five. So more than 50%, I have no fucking idea. And they're probably famous people from One Direction. I know there's uh, Harry Styles, but that's as far as so. And it's, I'm not hating on One Direction, okay? Don't don't come after me. Those guys, I, w- I would love to be them. But so I don't know, okay? So that's what, I mean, we could have a baby right now is what I'm saying if we're barebacking it. So, <laughs> oh, man, because I'm not pulling out of this story. Someday my mom's going to listen to this podcast. Jeez. Uh, so that's it. I guess I'm going to have to go for it because I don't have all day to be fucking around and then making a 20-minute intro. All right, so I'm going to hit pause. I'm going to take a deep breath, and then I'm going to come back. And just so you know, I'm not screwing with you. It is 11.19 on Sunday now. I don't know what time it was when I said it was earlier, but it's kind of like I'm going to put my phone on. So, Okay. This is going to take me forever just to freaking edit this thing. But, yeah, I'm here to help you fall asleep. That's the goal. So hopefully it's nonsense. Maybe you fall asleep while I was just chit-chattering. All right. Okay. Getting in story mode here. Story mode. Bradley drank it on a Gatorade and wiped the sweat from his brow. He'd finished the London Marathon about an hour earlier. And he looked around and he saw these happy faces. People with their families hugging each other, their girlfriends, their best friends. Bradley had no one. He finished the race and there was no one there to greet him. No one there to follow his time since he ticked off the miles. No one, he, he didn't even bother to tell anyone he was running the marathon. And he walked away from the the finishing village where you get all your uh, stuff, like your little chain that you hang around your neck and your times and your pictures and official stuff. He didn't want any of that. He wasn't even sure why he had ran the marathon, except that he had paid all the money to 
qualified for it back when he was with his girlfriend uh, about a year ago when it was time to sign up for the marathon. She had said, you know, when you, you could do that. Why don't you sign up for that? But those were days long past. Bradley wanted to get as far away from the finish line as he could, and he, he was looking for a pub to pop into. He wasn't familiar with this this neighborhood of London. It's called Oliver Town. Oliver's for short. And he just didn't want to get away from there. So he walked a few blocks. He started walking. He walked, walked a few blocks, and uh, he, he was looking for a pub to stop in because he wanted to see if Swansea had won their football match that day. Uh, the reason he cared is that uh, the checkout girl at the the Tesco he liked to go to, she had said she would go out with him for a date if uh, Swansea got three points on Sunday. And she laughed. and He was like, she's, she's, you're not going to go out with me even if they win. And she said, well, I definitely won't if they don't. And she laughed. And he was like, I can't even get a date with a checkout girl. So he walked into this pub, and the name of the pub was uh, the, the name of the pub was Oliver's. After the the name of the neighborhood, it was right on the edge of Oliver Town. So he went in, went up to the bar, and ordered himself a draft of beer. He ordered himself a draft of a beer and a water, and he pounded the water down. And then the guy looked at him and he said, "We don't, we, we draft what, what what beer, mate? Uh, or maybe they don't say mate, but I don't know." And he looked kind of. Look Bradley up and down because he was dressed in uh, those short shorts that some runners tend to wear, in a spaghetti, a nearly spaghetti strap, upper upper top, and Bradley was incredibly skinny and pale, as people that tend to winter in London are. And Bradley said, "Give me a give me a pint of that uh, muck wuck." Muckwuck Lager. He said, all right, all right, I'll pour you a lager. He said, you say you got the Swansea match on anywhere? And the bartender goes, what would you say to me? So you have the football match on uh, anywhere. You know, I'd like to check on the, I'd like to see the highlights of the Swansea match. You son of a bitch. This is Oliver's pub. We don't show football here. This is a golfing pub. Oldest golfing pub in London. You rap bastard with your short shorts. I can see the uh, bottoms of your short and curlies in there, you dirtbag. This is a place for people who like golf and love golf and play golf. Celebrate golf. Not for runners and not for footballers. You rap bastard. Swine water drinking. Whoa, whoa, buddy. I just, I just wanted to know if Swansea won. Not, oh, yeah. Uh, 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 I... It's Master's Sunday, you son of a gun. And I, we are, I are lucky I'm even serving drinks. I need to get back to this TV. Oh, did you know Phil Mickelson didn't make the cut for the first time in 16 years? You know, it's a, Tiger Woods isn't in it. We're just trying to hold it together here. I got no idea who's on the leaderboard because you got me so... Okay, man, I'm sorry. I just, just had my beer. So Oliver sat with his beer and... Was kind of quite embarrassed because the whole bar was looking at him and shaking their heads and scoffing because he had asked for a football score. No one knew. He didn't even get a chance to explain that he really wasn't even interested in football. 
wasn't much interested in golf either, but he wasn't about to tell anyone that. That He was more interested in, well, he wasn't even that interested in getting the date with the checkout girl. It was just the point of it. The point that he kind of had a crush on her and that she checked him out, you know, one out of every four or five times he was there. And she was working there one out of every two or three times. And it, it kind of made him feel good because he had a little crush. And he'd been so low. I mean, since he could remember, he'd been low. And low, I mean, depressed, down. Feeling like out, he didn't belong in this world of footballers and golf fans and marathoners. But ever since she had left him, he felt particularly low, lower than low. He often wondered, you know, if this was, if his life was even worth it. But he had his mom to take care of on Tuesdays, and he couldn't just leave the world and leave her behind. No one would uh, take her to church and rubber bunions and that kind of stuff. So he knew he couldn't leave. So he drank his beer, and he was wondering himself, "How I got to figure out how Swansea if they won or not." And and Oliver. Was, Bradley was too cheap to have a good phone, so he couldn't look just look it up his phone like a reasonable human being. Would have just checked their phone. As soon as they got done at the marathon, the first thing they would have done is got their phone. But Bradley wasn't a reasonable human being. He was a he was an odd odd fellow. Brad Bradley kinda of thought to himself, Man, this day can't get any worse. And I was in my body screaming from running 26.2 miles or however long a marathon is. And my soul, my emotions are screaming. I've been humiliated. But I don't even know if Swansea won. And as a matter of fact, I don't have any food. So I've got to go to the, the grocer tonight. Man, goodness. And then the door of the pub swings open. And who's standing there? in short shorts and an actual spaghetti strap um, running shirt but Harrison Ford Harrison Ford ambles in no entourage no nothing just Harrison Ford in a spaghetti strap shirt a man in a spaghetti strap shirt short shorts he's got his marathon bib on thing around him he's got lipstick on his cheeks he's got Kind of that Harrison Fordy grin, like a trickster grin on his face. He stumbles, kind of am, ambles in. He ambles into the pub. And all the bar turns, and the people just start cheering for him. He sits he sits down next to Bradley, and he says to the bartender, Give me an unspecified lager. And the bartender, the barkeep says, It's on the house. Hey, you don't know happen to know who won the Swansea match, do you? I used to uh, have myself a lass in Swansea. Go, Mr. Ford, I'll find out right, right, right quick for you. Wow, wonderful. And uh, Harrison Ford leads over to Bradley. He goes, ah, you run the race, eh? Bradley, yeah, I did. Yeah, having a pint? Yeah, I'm having myself a pint, huh? Mr. Harrison Ford, who who are you? I'm Bradley. Bradley, I tell you, you look awful, man. You look down. But the uh, marathon will do that. See, this is my 10th marathon, so 
I'm feeling pretty good. You know how much, you know, you like my outfit? It looks pretty ridiculous, huh? You didn't expect Harrison Ford to be in a pub. Uh, another bartender comes back with Harrison's beer. Here you go, sir. And uh, here, I, I whisper the Swansea match. I can't say it out loud. Uh, he whispers, uh, okay, thank you, thank you, chap, uh, barkeep. Uh, yeah. And Bradley's like, uh, why can't, why'd you just, why can't, couldn't, Oh, no, no, no. We're not telling you the Swansea score. This is a golf bar. I mean, Harrison Ford says, I respect that. I respect that, sir. Okay. So, Bradley, uh, you must be wondering why I have spaghetti strap shirt on. Uh, spaghetti straps haven't even trended on Twitter ever, probably, because they're not a trending topic. They've gone out of style, or at least the world. I haven't heard spaghetti strap in years, but you know how much I raised for uh, breast cancer awareness with this uh, top? $400,000. I said I said to my friends in Hollywood, I said, I'll embarrass myself on the streets of London. You know, if you give me money for breast cancer awareness. And so they did. And so I, I did. And now I'm having a pint to enjoy. And look at all these kisses. The lovely ladies of London laid languidly their lips on my love. Right? Well, you, you didn't say the last word. Well, yeah, it doesn't matter, Bradley. Bradley, let me give you a piece of advice. You look like crap. Why don't you uh, go do something for somebody else instead of sitting here in your sorrows, drinking a pint of beer and thinking about how bad your life is. That's what you've been doing, isn't it? Harrison Ford, you're a perceptive man. That's right, I'm perceptive. That's why actors, we don't get any credit. You think I'm just a pretty face with a... Dastardly smile, devastatingly handsome jawline, with eyes as placid as calm lake in winter. But no, we're perceptive. That's how we act. We listen. We perceive. We notice things that other people don't notice. You know, you don't think Han Solo was just some guy that uh, liked to laugh and liked ladies. You don't know how. What made up it? You don't even care because you're just a. Oh, I never. I, I th actually, I write Han Solo fan fiction, Mister Ford. Well, exactly. You're writing your version of it, not. I I I don't need fiction. I was thinking about Han Solo's truth, his emotions, Indiana Jones. Who was he? What did he fear? But anyway, Bradley, that's enough about me, Harrison Ford, who just raised four hundred thousand dollars for breast cancer awareness. Yes, I, I am a, I'm a good man, Bradley. And you can't be too, like, just get up, go out and, and do something today. Help somebody. Pick up a, a, a nut and hand it to a squirrel. Help a woman cross the street. Don't you guys do that around here? I, I don't know. So I'll tell you what you're going to do. And I'm going to help you. I'm going to give you $50. Except this is London, so I'll give you 50 pounds. Well, no, I'll convert it down. I'll give you 40 pounds. Or maybe I should, should I give you 80 pounds. I, oh, anyway, Bradley, I want you to go. I want you to wait by the London Eye. I want you to wait by the uh, place where the people pay. Wait till you see a family of tourists. That Once they see the sign and their kids want to go in the London Eye, I say it's too expensive. And, uh, you know, when the kids start to cry or whatever. And then you say, you know what? I'd like to, uh, here, here's uh, 40 to 80 pounds 
and I'd like to I'd like to pay for you guys to go on my you know make up some story, Bradley. Go on, get out, get out, get out, get out of here. Go on, here, here. So here's some Ford hands Bradley the money, and Bradley jumps up out of out of the pub and runs out the front door and finds himself energized. Now, the thing is, Bradley's not from London. He just happened to be in London for the winter. Um, strangely enough, it's part of a uh, uh, a hibernation study. And he had been hibern- he had been placed in this hibernation all winter, and and then pulled out of it. And he, his body, while he was in hibernation, they were electrically stimulating his muscles. So this was part of the reason. This this is stuff Bradley can't tell you, so I'm telling you. So he's been in hibernation all winter in London, and the rest of the stuff maybe we'll get to, maybe we won't. But so he doesn't really know London either. He flew into London. He flew into London as part of this hibernation study. So he doesn't even know which direction to go to get to the London Eye. So he starts looking around for a cab. But, you know, the Marathon and Swansea and golf, there's no cabs to be had. And then he walks a couple blocks. He knows he's not sure if the beer hit him or exhaustion from the race but he notices he stumbles and he, he's on this kind of narrow street and then he stumbles again he falls against this building and he just happens to hit the buzzer to an intercom as he falls and he's trying to, to catch to catch, your, catch his breath and something familiar but he's like oh and then a voice comes over the uh, intercom yes uh, verify Aaron Carpenter verify so Bradley goes, oh, sorry, sorry, I just fell against your buzzer, buzzer. Uh, verifying Aaron Carpenter, five, four, three, two, one. Aaron Carpenter verified. Bzz, enter. And then Bradley, no, 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 it's a, it was an accident. It was an accident. I just ran into your buzzer. Sir, are you, have you, oh, uh, Red Alert sent out an agent to uh, bring in Mr. Carpenter. has been wounded in, in the line of duty. Emergency, emergency. Aaron Carpenter verified. Verified Aaron Carpenter. And this, oh, the door opens and this uh, guy in a, uh, a suit, uh, clearly like a secret agent type, bodyguard type, grabs Bradley and pulls him into the door. And then the door closes. And they go through another door. And that door closes. And then they go through a bookcase. And then that bookcase closes. And then they go up a spiral staircase that comes up after them. Then they go through what looks like a giant fish tank wall, but it's just a, it's like a spinning wall. And then he sits Bradley down in a, in a room with a fire, and he's like, okay, Mr. Carpenter, Mr. Carpenter, Mr. Carpenter. Bradley's like, oh, it's, it's, it's an ass. I, I, I just, I'm lightheaded. I think I, I think I, I had a, I had a beer, and, and after running the marathon, Mr. Carpenter, we, it's, we're in, we're in a crisis situation here, Mr. Carpenter. So why we sent for you? He's like, did you did you uh, do you have contact with our agent? Oh, your agent, yeah. I said, was well, that Oliver's? Right, you're at the meeting spot. Okay, Mr. Carpenter, what can we do to help you? We've you've, you've been verified as Aaron Carpenter, and we need to help you complete your mission. I, my mission, I, okay. Maybe this is kind of Harrison Ford. A self-esteem building class? Uh, okay, my mission, is I need to get to the London Eye. But I, I was going to go to the London Eye, and then I realized I didn't know which way, and I was going to call a cab. 
and then I was going, and then I got dizzy, and then I ran into this buzzer, and then now I'm in here. Okay, Mr. Carver, we're going to get you some electrolytes. Mr. Car- Mr. Carver, we'll give you some electrolytes, and then we'll get you, uh, we'll, we'll uh, have a car, pull a car around and bring you straight to the line and ice, sir. And then, uh, there you come. Uh, red alert, red alert. The London Eye is gone. The London Eye has vanished. We uh getting a report in now. Uh, hold, hold on. Yes, a uh, report comes in. Um, Mr. Uh, Officer, uh, Officer Jones, leave uh, Mr. Carver. This is uh, top secret classified information. All right, Mr. Carver, I'm going to leave you, and uh, I will uh, have your have your uh, electrolytes in the car for you. You just walk over to this. Uh, see this lion carpet here? Just stand on it, and it'll it'll take you down to the car and a shoot. Ah, uh, okay. And so the officer, leave, the guy leaves, and Mr. Carpenter. Now we're alone. I have bad news for you. The London eyes have disappeared, and in its place, we now interrupt your action broadcast for an advertisement. Do 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 do. Do, 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 do. Come on, get some Google Glass. It's for your eyeballs. The Google Glass is stuff for your eyeballs. Get some Google Glass and put it on your eyeballs. You got some Google Glass, you can watch some TV. You get some Google Glass and... Listen to the BGs. If you've got your Google Glass on your eyeballs, hey, it's a Sergey and Larry. We want you to check your stocks and make a call to Mary. Do 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 for your eyeballs. It's Google Glass for your eyeballs. If you jailbreak it. You can watch some pornos. If you don't like that, you can drink some Drano. Your Google Glass fills us up for your eyeballs. Do 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 da 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 do da do. Google Glass for your eyeballs. Sponsor post. All right, we're back to the story when we last left off. The London Eye disappeared and its place was. Let's get back to the story. Uh, I'm Sir uh, Eric Carpenter. Uh, according to this, there's a laser light display on there that says uh, Matt 1 Mill, sir. It's just a laser lights in the sky. Matt 1 Mill. Isn't that your number one uh, rival, the evil Matt 1 Mill? He is the uh, overlord. Of the uh, underworld. Oh yeah. Okay, I'm gonna get right to the London Eye, and I'm gonna get right out of the Matt One Mill family. I got that. Okay. So Bradley goes to London, or the uh, Bradley goes to the Lion rug, steps on it, shoots down through tubes, boom, drops right into a car, shoots through all these tubes, boom, drops right into the uh, a black limo, old-fashioned one, zoom, zooms off. And the guy's driving the guy from the thing, and he says, uh, "He goes, uh, what, 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 what's our first stop, Mister uh, Carpenter? Where should, where should we go? How are we going to defeat this Matt One Mill, the evil rat bastard?" 
and uh, Brett Bradley, aka Aaron Carpenter, is kind of like a. So, excuse me, did, do you happen to know the score of the Swansea game? Like, I mean, I know it's uh, distracting. You know, drive says, "Oh, there's no time for that, Mister Mister Carpenter. I'm uh, geosynchronizing all uh, radio broadcasts from the uh, and the internet traffic from the London Eye outward bound." And inward bounce, so we can figure out who's controlling this laser light show. And uh, Bradley, Bradley is, is a tinkerer in his spare time. So before he got into this hibernation study, he uh, used to tinker a lot in Andrinos and Raspberry Pies and those kind of things. So he has a pretty good idea that in uh, a couple months ago, before he did this hibernation study, that there was a Andrino kit for a laser light display that probably could have been modified to make it 10 times as big. And he says, you know, you know, it's not an internet. It's not, there's not going to be any broadcasts. It's just an Andrino kit or Raspberry Pi or maybe like 10 of them displaying. But let's go to London Eye. And then Bradley starts to think about, like, is London Eye, you know, he gets in the whole David Copperfield David Blaine situation is it missing or is it there and just can't be seen and they start to think about um, those specials he used to watch on Fox with the uh, behind the magic and then he's like man he thinks about the irony that he'd seen the special how they did it but he couldn't remember he was pretty sure it had to do with mirrors but he's like man like that was a uh, uh, yeah that's the great thing about magic is that even though I knew and then I I don't know. And, and so they get to the London Eye. And he's like, the drives like, okay, Mr. Carpenter, I'm not pro- I'm not verified to uh, stay with you, so I'll just drop you off. So he stands off. And the, the guy drives off and is, leaves, leaves Bradley behind, verified Aaron, Co- Aaron Carpenter. So Bradley gets dropped off at the side of the London Eye, and he's still thinking to himself. Like, he's like, "Okay, well, I can find. You know, what, what, how do I you make it?" And he already sees the press is already there, and there's police there. And as soon as he gets gets close, this cop, top brass type copper, as they say, grabs him and brings him to the podium. He's like, "Oh, this is our top agent on the thing. Uh, this is Aaron, Aaron Carpenter." He's been verified. This is Agent Eric Carpenter. He's been working undercover today at the London Marathon. We're anticipating some sort of act by this evil Matt One Mill. And uh, Mr. Carpenter's our top agent investigating, and he's on top of everything. He's right on top of everything. Any questions, just direct to him. Bradley goes up to the podium and looks at the press, and everyone's gathered and taking his picture. And then the, the top brass guy is, is on the phone. He puts it he's like, we've just received word that... That whoever, Matt One Mills people have contacted us and they've said they have the London Eye and they will return it within four minutes if we transfer the money into his bank account and uh, it will be returned unharmed otherwise he will sell it to, to Dubai, the United, the highest bidder in Dubai, the United Arab Emirates and it will appear there so we have four minutes to decide and to figure this out otherwise the London Eye will be gone forever and the people asking questions, like common sense questions, the press, like, well, couldn't you just sue the, who, who, who actually owns the London, do Londoners own the London Eye, London Eye? is it a government, you know, who, it's a private industry, like, isn't there insurance on this, you know, they're asking a lot of questions. 
And Bradley's just kind of there at the thing, and then he kind of walks. He's looking around for the Andrino controllers and trying to follow the laser lights. And he follows them and sees they're coming from the shop across across the way, a third-floor shop of curios and antiques. And they're shooting out of there towards the towards the sky. And then Bradley starts to think, like, well, it can't you can't just project lasers against the sky. Like it's got yeah, that when like it's the middle of the day and he starts to think, like, how how could this I mean, he's like, Okay, I'm pretty sure he follows lasers. Like, I say so I can't imagine they're using mirrors that big, but He's like, I'm pretty sure that somehow the uh, way you make something like that disappears with mirrors. So he's like, he picks up a couple rocks. So he picks up some rocks and he walks to where the London Eye is supposed to be. He starts throwing rocks. And boom, he realizes that there's something there. And it's not a mirror. It's like some sort of white sheet that like the sky is being projected on. And then he, like, the presses thinks he's lost. They're like, what are you doing? And he jumps, and he grabs onto the sheet, and it starts to pull and rip. And then he's pulling, 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 and yanking, and they get some help over here. And he gets these officers, and they start pulling. And they tear, and they realize that it's just this elaborate, giant sheet. Uh, I mean, a sheet's a, a poor word for it, but white material probably suspended about 30 feet high around the waterfront view of the London Eye and at a kind of curve uh, outward from the London Eye so that it obscures even the top of it. Now, if you were in the water or on the other side of the the Thames, you would have been able to see it was there. But I guess because of the marathon and, the you know, people rushed to judgment. So because they saw it on TV, they were like, the London Eye is missing. And so they pull it down. People are like, oh, my goodness. And then they grab uh, Bradley, Aaron Carpenter, bring him back to the podium, and people are cheering. And, and the officer leans in the brass game. He's like, oh, you know, you might have took your, uh, your, 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 your twig and berries are hanging out there. I uh, took him in here, you know, took him in a bit. And he tucks in his berries, at least, from his shorts and, Goes to the podium. He's like, yeah, okay, it was just an elaborate ruse. Because it was just an elaborate ruse by this Matt One Mill. He just wanted to try to use social media and your own hype to use, you know, to get some money. He figured the four minutes he would get the money and then we'd figure things out. So I didn't figure anything out that anyone else couldn't have. And if you guys want to get any more, you know, that third floor store up there with the curios, it looks like it's called. Uh, JCT still on fire. What kind of name for a store is that? It must be the names of the owners. Sell sort of some sort of strange. Must be like some. I think it's like a hipster curio store up there. But they. Uh, that's where you know if you want to get fingerprints and dust for it. But it's just a simple plan. So Matt one mill defeated. And does anyone know who won the Swansea match? Because uh, uh, that's what I need to know. Anyone, anyone, and no one, everyone just looks at him like, like, don't you, you're having no more comments. How fast did you run the marathon? Oh, uh, yeah, and then 
Bradley just goes back, and as he goes back out, um, there's a woman standing there, a beautiful woman. And she says, hey, hey, uh, I saw you in the, the I saw you uh, back there at the Oliver's Pub earlier. And I saw you talking to Harrison Ford. That was pretty hot. I, I was wondering if you guys were friends. And I'm sorry that everyone there was mean to you. I actually happened in that pub, too. And I was wondering the Swansea score. And then I couldn't find it out. And, you know, I'm from Kansas, and I'm just here in London. I ran the marathon as well. And then I was going to – I wanted to go on a ride in the London Eye. And then I was going to go back to my hotel and take a long shower, get all this uh, muck off me and relax. So I was wondering if you were interested in any of that ride in the London Eye, maybe, since you're the hero of the day. Mr. Aaron Carpenter. Bradley says, you know, I like to go by Bradley, but yeah, why don't we, uh, I actually have Harrison Ford gave me money to ride the London Eye, so why don't we? So they go and they get on London Eye, which starts right back up, because I think it's probably a private business, and they were like miffed. I don't know what happened to the workers, but for for the hero, verified Aaron Carpenter and his lady friend, they go on a long leisurely trip around the London Eye and then the showers and stuff that's not that's not for uh, this podcast that's for uh, another podcast I do under a pseudonym called Dirty Dog Podcast with the dirty events going down no I'm just just being I don't have that podcast yet but one day I will when iTunes releases its grip on audio pornography but for now Bradley he might have himself a date Maybe he'll even find out the Swansea score. Or maybe his, you know, scoring will score. So that's it. Uh, Trending Twitter Tuesday. I'll just read through the things in case you're still listening. I'm going to post it in the show notes and stuff. But it's uh, Google Glass was a sponsored one. Or Get Google Glass. London Marathon. Master Sunday. Verify Aaron Carpenter. Matt One Mill. Swansea. Oliver's. Harrison Ford. Bradley. And JCT still on fire. Of which I know London Marathon, Master Sunday, Swansea, I know is a football team. I think maybe they are playing Liverpool. Oliver's, don't know. Harrison Ford, I do know. Bradley, don't know. JCT, still on fire, don't know. So we'll see. I'm gonna, I can't wait. It's, uh, as soon as I hit stop, I'm going to look up what some of this stuff means for my own fun. So thanks for listening. I hope, let me know what you thought of this if you're still awake. But I think I'm going to do this for a couple weeks just to see how it goes. This is it? really hard for me. But thanks. Bye.